We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about navigating life, love, and relationships, one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 109 of Married Millennials. We had a great weekend. We hope all of you did too. We celebrated my grandmother's 79th birthday. That's a good number. So happy birthday, or belated birthday now, I guess, to my Gigi. I wished her a happy birthday on time, though, but I'm just... I don't know. Blessed to have my grandparents. It Super was nice. Impressive. They were excited to see us. Came over there and, and hung out for a little bit. And we ended up watching the Kentucky Derby. Well, technically, we didn't watch the Kentucky Derby at their place. Yeah. But Joy's grandmother is a huge Derby fan. And she's been watching all the horse races for years. Mm-hmm. And I never she watched She used to do it with her mother. So it's like a it's a tradition. It is. So yeah. she, she talked about the Derby. And I had never really watched the race and we ended up leaving before the race started to go visit my parents. But I told her that I would watch the, the race with her, even though I was no longer at their home. So we ended up watching the race, and two of my three horses finished in the top three. I was like, man, I should have bet. Because, you know, usually when it comes to, to horseback or horseback, horse racing, horseback. look, you, you clearly. Horseback you, racing? Exactly. You <laughs> clearly see that I'm, I'm, I'm not a derby guy. Right. But I, I went out there because I was talking to, to, to Joy's grandfather as well, and he was explaining how he had won a lot of money one time betting on, on horses. And I asked, you know, how do you typically bet? And he goes, you look at all, like, the true horse bettors out there. They can tell you anything and everything about each horse, their statistics. And he goes, I just pick names that I like and numbers that I like. So this time, that's what I did. And I picked Justify, who ended up winning, because Mm -hmm. obviously my name is Justin and it makes sense. Mm -hmm. The other one I picked was Audible. And I think Audible finished second Second, or third. yeah. Because I listen to audiobooks. (laughs) And And then the other horse I picked was number two, Free Drop Billy. And I don't know where Free Drop Free Billy Free Drop finished. dropped off. <laughs> but he, he didn't make the top three, but at least I had two out of the three. Yeah, so two out of three ain't I, bad. If I bet something, I'm sure I could have won. But yeah. Justify was the favorite to win, so it probably would have took a lot of money to win, to make back some money. Anywho, it was it was a derby weekend. One day, Joe and I are going to go to the Kentucky Derby. I want to. It looks like people, you know, here's the thing. Because we're not really huge drinkers like that anymore, and we're vegan, like, it just, it looks like that's what people are doing at most places you go to. They're drinking, and they're eating. So I just don't know, like, is it still a good time? I want to go places where it's still a good time. I still think it would be a good time. Not- the problem is, is where we have to adjust, and I've gotten better at this, is you're used to going into certain situations like, okay, I need to be drunk to enjoy myself mm-hmm. or I need to indulge in all this food to enjoy myself is that you just have to adjust your perspective and, and say, I can go still enjoy myself in a different way. I can enjoy myself, but you know other people are looking at you like, oh, so you're not going to participate? Of course, but you can't control what other people look yeah, at that's you true. and say. That, that's irrelevant. And I don't even really care. No, you I don't. I really don't. Yeah. So that's, that's all you have to do. And for me, I want to go to the Derby. I'm going to come out there fashion you guys know i like my pastel colors and now that summertime is is quickly approaching you'll probably see more photos on the gram of my pastel pants that i like to keep in my closet so we'll see you know what it comes out but i put on a little funky hat 
dress men up. Men don't wear funky hats, do they? No, no, men don't. Sometimes yeah. they just have like the regular. What's it called? Something blazer. What's it called? They uh, have loud blazers, loud pants. It's just a, it's a fashion statement yeah. weekend. Yeah, I would wear. I would do the hat. I could rock that. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, we're that's going. what I'm saying. We we go, yeah. we gonna rock it out. We gonna we gonna have a good time. It was Cinco de Mayo weekend, so I'm sure many of you had a good time grubbing and drinking your life away. But it was funny. I had told one of my friends. Actually, I told Joy this first. I was like, I think I'm done drinking. And I don't say that to 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 judge those of you who do drink because I was a drinker before. But over this past really six months, is I have become more keenly aware of of my body and just trying to be more aware of what I put in my body. And since I started meditating, cut back alcohol, exercising consistently with the whole diet change over the past year, so really it's been a year, I've just got more mental clarity and creativity than I've ever had in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And my body feels good. Like to being able to, to go to sleep, like for example, last night going to sleep at what, 11.30 and your alarm going off at 5.45 and not feeling tired, like I just woke up felt good, was able to walk the dogs. Like my body feels rested after five and a half, six hours of sleep. And that was never the case before. I, was, I need at least seven hours so I can function. And, I, and my body just feels clean. And I was like, yes, it, it's fun to, you know, to get drunk and just have a good time. But I was like, I don't know if I can do that anymore at the expense of my body and my mind feeling phenomenal. I mean, you know, I've been on that tip for a minute, so I, I 100% agree. Uh, I, I don't know when I first, I mean, I stopped drinking for, for mental health purposes, but I, and it is Mental Health Awareness Month, everybody, so be aware <laughs> mental, <laughs> of mental health issues. Not just be share. aware. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, and, and take Do care. something to improve yes. your mental health. Yes, and those who are struggling, point them in the right direction, uh, but and I stopped drinking because it did. It, it affected my mental health, and that doesn't mean I can never ever have a drink. But I noticed that it was. It genuinely felt like borrowed happiness from from you know the, that's what they say is a drink now is borrowed happiness from tomorrow, and that's what it felt like. So you know I would have a really good time, but then the next day or two or three or four I would be down and I couldn't pick myself up. And uh <laughs> I realized not everyone was having that same issue, so I was like, well, I guess <laughs> guess I can't be drinking like that anymore. Um and because what happens is if that that's how your body reacts to alcohol, you go, "Oh, well, I'll just have another drink to pick myself up again." And then that is how you develop very bad habits. So, um, again, that doesn't mean I can never, ever have a drink. I'm more in the camp of if, if it's a very special occasion, I'm going to have a glass of wine. Uh, there have been a couple brunch two bombs I've turned up. Uh, <laughs> but even that's rough. Like, drinking in the middle of the day is hard. Oh, my gosh, it's hard. So, and it could be age too, I guess. We just don't bounce back the way that we used to bounce back. So, I don't know. I, I think that it's wonderful that you're as clean as you are, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I feel it feels really, really good. And for this month, my business coach is encouraging everyone to fast. So for the mm-hmm. month of May, it's to give up something that is is you know, to, to quote him. He said, "We got to deny our flesh, you know, to to bring abundance and, and other areas of life that we can focus on." And I'm sitting here on the call, and I was like, man, I really don't know what I got to fast. <laughs> and one of my boys was just like, man, you're living a fast. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I, I don't eat meat. I switched to a vegan diet. I, I've cut out alcohol. I'm meditating, 
daily. I'm exercising multiple times a week. I was like, I'm looking around. I was like, I don't really have much too fast because it has to be something that is a part of you that would that it's difficult for you to get rid of. So me saying like, oh, I'm going to give up sugar or I'm going to give up you know, snacks. It's like I, I am doing that a few times a week, but it's not like, oh, my gosh, it's a detrimental to my life. Yeah. So I'm, just, I'm trying to eliminate my vices. So it felt good to be able to sell on a call. I'm like, I, I really don't know what I would fast. But at the same time, you've got to continue to get better. Yeah, it's really interesting being married because for a very long time, you are echoing things that I've said for so long, but you found it for yourself. And it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. I didn't force this upon you. You just, I think that you've seen me do some things and you've been curious. You're like, I'll, I'll try it. This and is, the thing is you super excel at it. This is the 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 key about finding someone who can elevate you and make you a better person. And I had told my friend who the same one I was talking about who who said I was living a fast, I was explaining to him, I was like Joy had been there for years and had been talking about it and I said but I just wasn't quite there and I got along on my own journey and finally I'm starting to move here and I and I'm and it's starting to click. The things that Joy was saying, but because my brain works differently, I'm very operationally organized, and Joy is more creative and scattered, <laughs> where now that I'm there and she's been there, that we can come together and use her creativity and use my operational skills and really create something With special. clear minds. With clear minds, and, yeah. and that's why we really feel and know that like, Love Jays 3.0 is going to be special because we've just reached an elevated point. But I, I know that I didn't get here on my own. It's taken a while for me to get here, and I do appreciate Joy not forcing it down my throat, although she did try to reinforce a lot of things. But when I was... Meditation was reinforced. Yes, heavy. it was. But when I was stubborn, yeah. said, okay, this isn't really going to go But I did left you alone. I didn't ask you to become vegan. No, you didn't. I personally I chose didn't ask to you to exercise. No, I, I chose to exercise when I had yeah, back the rolls back, back fat. In, the, in, in the dressing room. He has room. no back fat now, you guys. I'm happy to report. Yes, that is gone. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe that. I was so shook. When I will never forget that point. Like, Justin, what was the <laughs> moment that you decided that you needed to exercise? When I went to change my shirt in the dressing room, and I said, what is that flap? <laughs> what is that flap on my back? <laughs> oh, no. At that point, it was a wrap. Had to shut it down. But, you know, it just it, it feels good. And that's why we need to find people who elevate ourselves. You need to find someone who can push you, who can encourage you, who can love you, who can support you. It is so critical to have a partner who supports your best self, who supports your dreams, who wants to accomplish similar things. Yes, both of you guys are different, obviously, and you have different goals and paths that you want to achieve in life. That's fine. But you need to have someone that can be complimenting to your success. And I can confidently say that Joy has been a compliment to my success and will continue to be an anchor point to our success in the future. Oh, thanks, babe. You mentioned Love Jays 3.0, and you all might be wondering, what does that mean? Love Jays 3.0 is going to feature some new aspects of our platform, the first of which are events, and our very first event is The Mingle. It's going down May 20th. Uh, and if you're in Los Angeles, I'm sorry if you're not in Los Angeles, we're going to try to get to you too eventually. But if you're in Los Angeles, it's in Hollywood, California, uh, from 
5 to 8 p.m. on May 20th. It's called The Theme Angle. It's going to be a panel. So we're going to really just like dig into what is singledom and why is the state of dating the way that it is. And then afterwards, you're going to mingle and have a good time. So again, it's Sunday, May 20th at Simple Bar in Hollywood. We'd love to see you there for tickets. You can visit our Instagram. The link's right there at the top. You can go to our website, lovejays.com. Go to the events tab. Or you can just go to Eventbrite and type in The Mingle. And we're right there. No excuse for you guys not to be there. This is going to be a really good event. We have two men on the panel. We have two women on the panel. We're talking everything. The game's got to stop in L.A. Dating should not be this complicated. So we are going to work to find solutions at the Mingle. Tell all your single friends. And if you're even a good friend and you're not single, buy a ticket for them and say, here you go. Mm -hmm. Go bless yourself and enlighten yourself and be in a room with people who are trying to come together with a solution to solve the dating problems in L.A. And don't forget about Pillow Talk Live every Thursday at 8 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We went in last Thursday, had a really good conversation. The thing I love about Pillow Talk Live is we get a chance to engage with the community through the comments. And other listeners are engaging with each other as well. Mm -hmm. So it's a more relaxed environment, a more engaging environment. And it's really a time for you guys to come in and ask your questions. Things that you're experiencing you're uncomfortable with or you just never really wanted to know how can I how can I talk about this subject and you can hear other people who listen to the show and get their opinion it is really a fun and good time so if you do not join pillow talk live on Thursdays you are missing out on a fun opportunity to engage more with us but more importantly engage with with the love jays crew because that's what it's all about so mark your calendars this Thursday pillow talk live eight o'clock p.m pacific standard time Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at LoveJaysOfficial. So a video resurfaced this week of DJ Khaled. It's an interview with The Breakfast Club. And I don't even remember Charlemagne saying anything. I just, all I can think of is DJ Khaled's ridiculousness. Do you want to, do you want to take a step? Well, the video is about three or four years old. And essentially what DJ Khaled said is that he does not go down on his woman. Yes. And he says that he is the king and it's different for men and women. And you could hear all three members of the Breakfast Club are just like, bruh, is this really the conversation that you're trying to have? Charlemagne said something. DJ Envy was like, uh, Angela Lee Yee was just like, Khaled. Yeah. And, he, and they, they said they chopped it up and put it out there, but it was just, it was a real bad His whole time, like, I wouldn't be mad if he was like, you know what? It's just like, I can't. I, I don't know. I've tried. I can't. Something like, I would be like, okay. Like, it still sucks, but okay. But my whole thing was, he was like, oh, I go to, he was trying to, he was trying to defend himself in the worst way. Like, he goes to work, he brings home the bacon, so he doesn't have to pleasure his woman. You guys, I'm going to put this out here. Wealth has nothing to do with sexual satisfaction. You can't hope that <laughs> that because you make money, your girl is sexually satisfied. That's not a thing. They don't one doesn't equal the other. It's like, oh well, I bring home the bacon, so I don't have to satisfy you. But you do have to satisfy me. What? What? <laughs> what? Like 
what? I honestly can't even. Justin sent it to me. My jaw was on the ground because I couldn't believe that he was actually saying this out loud. Like, not only are these his actual thoughts, he he said them out loud, which we know other people who do that, apparently, I guess. That's just, that's the theme for right now, even though this interview was three or four years ago. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I mean, I'm really confused. I'm very confused. But what, what the crazy part is, and to the fellas who have no issue servicing their woman, you would understand that by doing so, there is a greater benefit that comes to you. How you do you understand that? It, and I'm not saying you should do it for a selfish reason. I do it because I, I enjoy to satisfy my, my wife. Yeah, that's let's just be hey, simple. Hey, you know, hey, simple hey. as that. We need to make it. Need to make it personal. <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 let's just. Why we gonna make it personal? We're uh, the Love Jesus and Mary Blaine. We talk about everything. Two very sexual podcasts. Oh, week. oh well. <laughs> just get get over the stigma about it. Is is I enjoy making my wife happy, oh my and gosh. if this is a, a a way to do it, and also I get aroused by it too, and because of that, it, it just turn it turns the temperature up. So it, to me, I, it, it blows my mind. You know, besides the the patriarchy and the foolishness that he tried to explain away poorly, I'm just like, man, you're you're missing out of out of. He's he's the one who's always given the keys. Like you're missing out on a major key in your relationship, and more importantly, in your sex life and in the bedroom. Well, and then that's the thing. What so, are you doing? So they asked him if he receives fellatio from his, I'm using the medical, not they're not medical terms, but just proper terms, uh, fellatio from his his woman. And he was like, oh, well, yeah. And he said it like, yeah, duh. <laughs> like there are just some things that men can't go without and men have to, or women have to just do it for the man. Like and, yeah, that's just all bad. Bro. What? that Like talk about a double standard. And he said it like, that's just the way it was. Like, well, of course women have to service men. That's the way things are supposed to be. But men, it's optional for them to service women. That kind of backwards thinking is just not going to help us moving forward. But, I hope that he's changed in 2018. <laughs> but, I hope that after his, his... I don't think she's his girlfriend. I don't know if he's married. But I, I hope that his partner, since she's had his baby, he's nicer to her now because... Come on, sir. He's not the he's not the first one though. Let's be very honest. He's I not have, the first. He's I not have friends. Be I have colleagues who talked about and like, nah, that's not really you have how they get down. I, yeah, people like that's just talk about this after. <laughs> just I'm like gonna that. find out who I'm gonna call him. You no, like. you're not doing that. But it's just like that's not that they're not their jam. And I'm like, man, you're really missing out on something dope. And they're just like, nah, I I don't like it. But you so understand. they're not. He's not the only one who believes in this principle. Now he may explain it. He may be one of few who explained it in the way that he does, but this is not something that DJ Khaled is on the island because I have heard many men who say they do not enjoy that activity. But do you understand now why, and I mentioned this on Pillow Talk, why I was saying women get the sexual shaft, not in a good way. (laughs) They get the bad shaft. It's just because, and men have all these complaints, uh, you know, in general about women and if you're not making sex fun for women too, we're not going to want to do it all the time. Point blank, period. If you're like, well, I'm not going to service you or pleasure you, but you're going to service me and then we're going to like have a, a really fun sex life like just for my benefit, no one in their right mind will want to participate in that all the time. Men in general 
and I, I, I shouldn't generalize, but I'm just saying that you guys aren't thinking about our overall satisfaction and pleasure with sex. Like, yeah, you guys would like to get us off and you get off on, on us getting off, but it's not, it's, you're more focused on you getting off for the most part. Is that? That's accurate. That's accurate, right? So it's just, it's unfortunate. And I'm really, I'm looking forward to being able to talk about it some more. I'm, we're still learning. And, uh, but I'm, I'm just, I'm all for women's sexual satisfaction and liberation and just enjoying our lives because we are physical beings too. Women hit their sexual prime in their 40s, you guys. In Damn. their 40s, yes. So it's like, and that's when you so guys that's start That's why to like, cougars Pew! be turned up. Now Turn. I understand. It all makes sense. Are you a cougar at 40? I would definitely believe you're a cougar at 40. Well, yeah, like I guess if your man's like 19. Yeah, 100%. Okay. You're, you're definitely but a But if you're a 40 year old man and your woman's 19, what are, are you, a sugar daddy? A joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you are. <laughs> no, no shade to, to those of you who are jokes, but yeah. shade. <laughs> Listen, we want to be wanted, we want to be desired, but we also want to be pleasured and satisfied and a sexual priority, not just like, you know, here's a hole I can stick it in. Like, that's just, that's not fun. Yeah, Joy was over here preaching on, on last week's Pillow Talk Live about the satisfaction of a woman, and she's the biggest key that most men fail at in the bedroom is listening. Because you have an idea of what you want to do or what may feel good or something that you watched or did in a previous relationship, but that may not work for me. And if we're not men, when I say we, men, if we're not willing to listen to our woman, we could have some bad sex. Well, you don't listen because of your egos. You go, oh, no, I know how to do it. I'm going to beat it up, blah, blah, blah. Like, if you're, like, yeah, so it's, you're not listening because you think you know it all. How do you think you know better than the woman (laughs) who's telling you, hey, move over that way a little. That feels nice. And you're like, no, right here. (laughs) Like, no, that doesn't work. And I'm not, and I I said in Pillow Talk to you, I wasn't putting Justin on by blast, but you heard in our live Q&A it just wasn't good for like two years and that was part of it like there was just you weren't listening I wasn't feeling it and then you I don't what, what was wrong for me I could probably just because I gave up after a while I was like all right well we're just gonna yeah it was just whack it was just, it was just whack. real whack it was real so whack, whack. For, for two years yeah it was whack. But now we're having fun again. Great. Yeah. It's great. We're I'm we're happy eight. to report we are yes. we are doing very, we're, we're very back on well. Track. Yes. But another thing is that and I actually wrote about this side of the sexual relationship is that emotionally women need need and crave an emotional connection. And if emotionally, this is where the medita- meditation comes in, you're not in a good place. I don't want to exchange energy with you. Like that's not something because I have to take your energy in. That's not fun. Like, oh, you're grumpy. You're not going to listen to me. And you're mad because you want sex and feel like I owe it to you. And then it's like, all right, now sleep with me. No, I don't want to. And I'm not going to enjoy it if we do it. Like, All very, very fair. That reasons. makes sense, right? That You can understand yeah, that I can, I can definitely understand. Yeah. I want to I hear from the fellas. Fellas out there, if you are of the DJ Khaled mindset, and you're like, nah, that's not my jam, but you expect to receive it, I would like to know your rationale. Hit us and slide in the DMs. 
And, or you can send us an email if you don't want us to know who you are. If you want to just send an email to info at lovejays.com, you can do that as well. But I, I want to hear from the fellas, and I also want to hear from the woman, if you are in, or excuse me, from the women, if you are in a relationship with someone who doesn't get down like that, or if you're a woman who's not necessarily interested in having that done to her, why not? Why don't you like it? And then the fir- back to the, the first answer is, how does it feel being in a relationship with someone who's like, nah, I'm gonna get down like that? I feel like it's okay if you're not into, like, if it's not something you want to receive, but it should be an option to receive it. Because where, where are you gonna go? It's like, okay, well, you're not gonna do it, but I can't go somewhere else to do it. That sucks. It really sucks. Enough about DJ Khaled and his foolishness. Let's shift to an artist who is out here just shaking the conscience of the world. Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. Atlanta, this what can't this man do? I, honestly, I, I really want to know what this man can't do. But if you've been living under a rock for the past 48 hours and you have not seen the This Is America music video, I need you to stop this show right now. Literally, you, you have permission to hit pause and stop. Go to YouTube and type in This Is America and watch this four-minute video of absolute brilliance i can't even describe so saturday night i went to bed at 9 p.m you guys know i'm a night owl that's a weird time for me to go to sleep so my body was like i don't know what you were thinking popped up at 3 a.m it's like you're surprised you're up now so i'm scrolling through twitter and i see that childish gambino has dropped a new video and he was on snl too so i'm like okay let me just watch some clips let me maybe get to this video you guys, I watched this video, and then I watched it again, and then I watched it again, and then I watched it again. My mind was blown. It's so powerful, so amazing, and it's all, it's just like about blackness, like what it means to be black in America, what people are doing for show, what's really happening behind the scenes. It's about gun violence. It's about crime and how people are getting away with it. I mean, it was just, and so beautifully done. Four minutes. Like the, the thing that blew my mind is in four minutes, he conveyed such a strong message about a current reality in America. And I remember when I, I've watched the video four times now. And the first time I watched it, I took away the messaging. I said, like, you're sitting here watching Donald Glover just hit. Like, first of all, I didn't know he had any of those dance moves inside him. I was like, yo, he is hitting. He was, he was getting it. He was beyond getting it. I was like, man, his his hit is so clean. Yeah. His moves were so clean, but at the same time, I saw what was happening in the background and understood the messaging. But I was like, okay, I need to go back and watch it again without so much focus on the dancing. So I watched it the second time, and I was still being caught up by his dance moves. So then I went back and watched the third time, and I was like, okay, I'm going to look more into the background and see what's happening. But I felt like I missed some more nugs. So then I watched it back the fourth time, and I only watched what was happening in the background. And you can see clearly what, what is happening with, the entire, with the, in, the entire music video. And then I saw another snippet on Instagram for the fifth time and saw something I didn't see when I had watched the entire background. <laughs> so it just, just goes to show you, even when you are paying attention, you are not paying attention. 
Which we, is what he's saying. We are living in a world full of distraction. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Donald Glover can come out here and hit the way he did, and we were so focused the first time watching the video that we ignored all of the violence that was happening in the background. And yep. that's the current world that we're living in. Yes. And somebody could come up and put a hot video of a, of a, a viral dance or, or, or dope 30, 50 second clip and we're just mesmerized like, oh my gosh, that is so dope. Did you see this? We're sharing it with all of our friends. We're sharing with the community saying, babe, look at this. Oh, homie, did you see that? Let me tag you in this video. Ha, 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 ha. And we have popular outlets that are literally popular because they do exactly that. They focus on distractions or these little viral moments and our, our whole world is locked in to just those things but yet we ignore all the problems that are going around, going going on around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's funny because when the very first time you watched the video, you turned around and you went, it's about the juxtaposition of black culture. <laughs> the, my brain, the first time I watched it was like, blackness! <laughs> <laughs> so that's the difference between you and I. I. I'm just, I'm so thoroughly impressed. I'm, I think that this was needed even though we all know it, it was just, it made the point in such a, a good way. And he, and again, we're black people watching this. Like even for anyone who's not a black person watching this and going, oh, how are we still distracted? I'm interested in, I want to know how many people who weren't black really got it. Oh, like I, they, they did. Yeah, okay. they did. Nobody's blind. I mean, here, the thing is, this, like, well, all right. Hold, yeah. let's I should have said nobody. There. Stop. There, there are, as much as I hate to say. Ignorance the, 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 is in full-blown winning I know, mode right now. I know. I shouldn't have said that. But I I, I do want to give people more credit than, than, than not. Because there are some people out there who are uh, fighters for social justice. And I, just negativity in general is just louder. It just is. Positive so positivity isn't. And there are, and I, I don't want to take away from people out there who are fighting every day to make positive change. So that that's, yes. So the, I won't say nobody, but there are plenty of people out there who are aware of the issues, who, who aren't black people, who are like, yo, I see you. Yeah, it, I respect that. It, what's crazy to me as someone who, I am socially conscious. I I would say that I'm socially conscious. As someone who is socially conscious, to still be unconscious while watching that video, while being conscious, is crazy. it, It really just goes to show you how programmed and deep that we are with all of the noise that goes around us. With the things that we consume, the conversations we have, the people that we hang around with, is we are constantly receiving stimuli and it is just internalizing within ourselves and then something like this happens and we just realize like damn i've unconsciously been absorbing all of this information that even when i'm trying to be fully conscious and fully present i'm still not conscious and present mm-hmm. like, can we un- like let's really unpack that and that's why i can honestly say why i started meditating is because I needed clarity. I just, I needed a, a stillness. I remember Joy would always ask when I was frustrated, like, what do you want? What do you want? I just said, peace. Like, I just want peace. And now I meditate and I go into a peaceful state. And it's amazing what can happen when your body and your mind is rested and clear. You just become more aware. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, I finally get what all these other people are talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes sense. I mean, D- Donald Glover is an absolute genius. If you haven't watched the video and you're still listening, we've kind of ruined it. But I again, I, I can't imagine that you haven't I seen just, it. It's at, it was up to 11 million views last 14 night. Million. Uh, 14 million. Okay, so I mean, people are watching it. You've got, you've got to see it. And we didn't ruin it. Because the thing is, it's, it's so visually stimulating. Correct. Like it's, yeah, you just... You have to see the entire yeah. video. And if you haven't, I encourage you to watch it one or two times focused on Donald Glover. And then I want you to watch it another one or two times focused just on the background. And you will see something different every single time. I'm waiting for the full-length article that breaks down every single Oh, there have been aspect. several. I know, but I haven't looked because I wanted to get there on my own. I wanted to say, okay, what have I picked up and saw? But I'm, I'm ready. Somebody has the full article or the full video breakdown coming, saying a nugget one, nugget two, nugget three, nugget four, and I guarantee you that there'll be some nuggets that I missed, even though I was intentionally looking for them. Yeah. Like it, it, it's crazy. I mean, Donald Glover just. But the thing is, this like, there are nuggets, but it's everything is in your face. Like nothing is hidden. Correct. It's not like oh, there's a little thing here. You get everything is in your face at the same time, and it's a, it's kind of a commentary on what you choose to focus on because mm-hmm. all of the information is available to you, and that is exactly the age in which we live in. It's not that people don't have the information. People have the information. They choose. To, to not see it, to so see what true. they want to see. So, And I want to piggyback on something you said earlier about negativity ringing more loud than positivity and tie it to our actual brand. You know, Joy and I have been doing this since 2012, and oftentimes when we meet new people or other outlets or organizations, they'll be like, man, why aren't you here, 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 or, or doing this? Have you guys thought about you know, adding this element or changing this? And what we've realized is that Joy and I are – pretty positive people. And while, yes, we have our disagreements, Joy and I don't have full-out arguments. We aren't toxic in our relationship. We will present a side, and if one, one side is presented that's good, we're like, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Even though we may disagree, we do a good job at understanding and recognizing when there's right and there's wrong. So if you look at all of our content and our videos, you're just not going to see any foolishness or ignorance or arguments or just viral moments within our platform because we are focused on creating a positive environment. And because of that, the growth has been slower. I can confidently say that if we were to go out and create some pseudo- If we were like loving hip-hop. Yeah, if we were to go out here and yeah. create some pseudo-issues within our relationship, I'm sure we can magnify it and, and push out more viral content that can draw in more people. But again, that's just not who we are. Yeah. It, it's, you don't it, want that attention. No, anyway. you, don't, you don't want that attention. But it, it is so true that negativity just clouds us. Like, we live for it. I, we live for it. Right. I think it's because... Negativity, misery loves company. So when you are going through things that aren't necessarily good, you like to know that other people are going through those not so good things too. But when you're happy and you're feeling positive and you're good within yourself, you're not necessarily looking like, hey, are you feeling positive too? Because you're good. Like you are, you're just good. You don't need, 
you know, I, positive people, I don't think, try as hard to build communities because you do recognize that, like, self-love is a thing and, and happiness comes from within. And it's just the stimuli needed is just completely different. That doesn't mean that positive people don't build communities or that it's not needed. It's just it's different. It's different. So, I don't know. It does make sense when you think about it logically. But also it's sad because it's like, can't misery be alone and positivity love company? <laughs> Positivity does love company. I enjoy your your company, but it's, it's just different. You don't need as much company when you are fully satisfied within yourself. Mm-hmm. That's just that's the difference. Yeah, but that's what I'm know, I still like to be around other positive people. Don't get me wrong. I could be positive all by myself, but I still like to connect with other people. Yeah. Mother's Day is coming up this week, and I wanted to share this week's weekly wellness newsletters challenge with you all so that you could participate. So the challenge this week is to write a letter to your mother and speak about the effect that she's had on your life. And that whether you've had a good relationship with your mom, a bad relationship, and this is your birth mother, so the woman who carried you in her womb because not everybody was raised by their birth mother. I recognize that too. So the woman who carried you in her womb, write her a letter, tell her how you feel, write about the effect she's had on your life, and get it all out. Good, bad, happy, sad, all of it. Write a letter. And if she's living and you're in contact with her, share the letter. And if she's passed away, then read the letter out loud. That's that's the bonus part of the challenge. But really just, it's really about writing out your feelings. That's really all it is. And I think that your parents, no matter who they are, have a profound effect on your life. There's just no getting around it. Uh, oh, and also the the other caveat was that if you weren't raised by your birth mother, also write a letter to the woman who did raise you, who you consider your mom, but write a letter to both those women. It's it's just so important that we think about the people in our lives and how they've shaped us, good, bad, or indifferent, and write those things out and release them in a, in a healthy way. I'm just, I'm so passionate about it. I'm so excited to write my mom my letter. My my mom personally was super mom, so, or is super mom. And I'm so grateful to her. I love you, mother. And I call her mother now that I'm older. I don't know why I do that. <laughs> she's, she's my mother. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I'm just... I'm excited to to get those words out. What about you? Are you going to participate? I am going to participate in, in this week's challenge. And if you guys have not subscribed to the weekly wellness newsletter, again, you are just prolonging, enhancing your life. Joy comes with keys every single week with the mind, with your body, like with everything. She touches on all points of the wellness, and if you have not yet subscribed, again, I do not know what you're doing. We actually <laughs> added a pop-up right there on our homepage. If you go to lovejays.com, you can opt in right then and there. Super easy. No excuses at this point. There's, are, there's absolutely no excuses. But, yes, I am going to write my mom a Mother's Day letter. My mom, like your mom, super mom, has, is the homie. Like my mom is literally the homie. Yeah. And we talk quite often, if, at least for me, quite often. Joy talks to her mom literally every single day. And I'm like, I don't know how. She's the that. only person I talk to on the phone, though. Like, I don't really call anyone but Every else. day. She talks to her I mom. I don't like the phone. Every single day. Like, yeah. That's crazy. I, I really do. I call it. The thing like is. On the phone, like verbally. Like they verbally talk and it, every day. Most often twice a day. But they're like two 10-minute calls. 
That that is a lot. Like that's a lot of talking. Yeah, but my mom is also my best friend. You're my best friend too. But you know, she's my best friend in the way that a mom could be. I got no you. one. No one has the connection that you have with your mom. That just so it's yeah. I like it. It's, it's a good bond. <laughs> look, look at you. All oh, special. Yeah, she's so hype. I'm about to call my mom here soon after we finish recording. I actually am. It's, it's time for our call in about 20 minutes. So. See? I mean, that, that's cute that you have you know that that special bond you know with your mom. My mom listens to every single episode. Yeah. And I Thanks, asked. Mel. <laughs> and I asked, did you listen to last week's episode? She said, I sure did. Ugh. And that was the end of the conversation. So, you know. It's, she said she liked our promo for it. She, she did. did say she that. did say she liked the promo. But, yeah, it, it's funny that, that we can you know be able to do that and and have a relationship, the kind of relationship I have with my mom. So to be able to express those, I've, I think I've said it a lot verbally, but to actually put it in writing and tap into other areas will be interesting and fun. So I am excited to participate in the exercise, and we highly encourage all of you guys to do the same. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Make sure you subscribe to this show on Apple Podcast, And if you really love what you hear, please leave us a review and share it with your friends. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.